Hi, welcome back to the Inspired Action Life podcast. I'm your host, Karen Baldridge, and I just thought I would continue kind of the story that I have been telling within the first three podcasts of how I realized that my life wasn't all that it could be and what feelings I was getting that led me to decide that I needed to change or I needed to make changes and how I discovered what those changes were that I needed to do. While that seems it should be pretty intuitive, it really wasn't. Um, It's really something that there had to be an awareness that was brought to to my life and to my understanding of um, not only who I was, but what was possible for me just being an average person and not somebody who's this great influencer and in the spotlight, you know, and had some notoriety of my own. It was more just me figuring out what the heck am I going to do and why don't I have what I want already? When you look around at so many people and that's the measure by which we measure ourselves. So when you find people who are like loving their lives in a thriving career that they love and they're super excited about and God, you just wonder what, what happened? Why is that not happening for me? Why did that not happen for me in that way? So what was different? So I was on this quest to find out what is different. What was it about my life? What was about the decisions that I had been making all the way up through my life that led me to feel what I was at that point, which was lacking, lacking something or just disconnected from myself, not completely unhappy. Again, I, I need to emphasize it's not about being you know, completely depressed and and totally unhappy and just forlorn all of the time. It is not that. It's just feeling like, is this it? Is there more to my life or is this just how it's going, how I'm going to live out the rest of my life is like, okay, your mom and your, um, the wife and yeah, okay. And that's about it. You know what I mean? But there was nothing very specific and I thought to myself there has got to be more because I know that I have more to give or I have no I have more talents that I haven't even tapped into yet and what about those talents and what can I do about those talents is it something that should play into my career or should I just pursue these talents just because it's a great creative outlet and it makes life richer when you have a fuller more diverse life you know instead of just you know what they always say all work and no play makes Johnny a dull boy. Well, <laughs> I did not want to, you know, be just all work and no play. I, I wanted to be able to figure out what made me so excited to get up in the morning and what made me feel inspired. So at any rate, that's where this podcast came into to play and this particular episode is where the light came on so in some ways I can subtitle it the awakening or the great awakening so if you have listened to my other three podcasts the last one I was simply talking about how in order to understand how my 
thoughts we're processing nowadays and some of the um, insecurities that I had or some of the self-defeating beliefs that I had about myself that I wasn't even necessarily giving voice to to anybody else but secretly I knew I had them but you know you fake it till you make it right you don't want everyone to know that you're lacking confidence in some areas you don't put it out there for everybody so it was a secretly you know little world I had going on in my own head so I had to go back to figure out how I arrived there and I cannot stress enough how important that is to go back because there is a reason you arrived at the place in your life that you did now this is no accident and it is by no mistake that you are here and by going back you have that advantage of like the the thousand feet in the air viewpoint of your life and looking at the landscape of your life and you will quickly identify that there are patterns, <laughs> patterns of behavior, patterns of things that, quote, happen to you, um, patterns of the same type of people that come into your life over and over and over again. And that's what I was determined to get to the bottom of. What were the genesis of all these patterns that I didn't want, the undesirable ones? There were other patterns that were great <laughs> and just fine and nothing that I really needed to tinker with or whatever. But it was those undesirable patterns with, within my career or um, relationships or key relationships in my life that I would, I would attract the same type of people that would do the same types of things to me. So that going back episode was a really big, important, pivotal point, And I would suggest it for anybody because I realized that somewhere along the line, I had been constantly pulling people into my life, probably attracting them to me because of my repeating patterns that were more, I would say narcissistic, but quietly narcissistic, like a covert narcissist. And why is that a big deal or why does that matter? Well, here's why it matters. Because when you are more of a people pleaser type of person like I was, the dreaded people pleaser, always the jovial one, always the happy one, always the peacemaker, always wanting everyone to be happy and feel settled and feel comfortable in all of this, you tend to absorb a lot of um, less than desirable behavior from those around you because you're trying to keep the peace. You're constantly walking on eggshells so that you will not disappoint these people. They don't necessarily return the favor. So, they're not so worried about how their behavior affects you, but you are very worried about how your behavior affects them. And therein is the rub because there's an inequality in that relationship, which means that there is a gap, a lack there. And for me, that lack and that gap just built on each other as my life went on because I would get rid of, you know, maybe constantly taking the negativity or the negative veiled shots and barbs from maybe one narcissistic person only to get rid of them. And oh, here's the next one. <laughs> so how about that? 
I would have never known that that was even possible. But you know what? It is. Dang it, it is. So if you get rid of one, you bring in another. So I was able to kind of see how the inner workings of how I brought all these people along with me. And that is one of the reasons why I realized I have all of these people-pleasing habits and always feeling like I'm coming up short and always feeling nervous and always so worried about putting my true ideas out there because, oh, it won't be good enough and then they won't like me and then they'll say something insulting to me again and then, and then oh, I guess I am not good at this because that person said it. Well, that person has their own issues that they're battling and when you're surrounded by people who are, you know, narcissist or something in that personality vein or a real stronger um, personality type, which again, just because you have a strong personality does not mean it is a narcissistic personality. I'm just saying that people think that, you know, they're always right and you're always wrong. So, you know, people like that, right? And that doesn't mean they're narcissist. Again, I say that doesn't mean that, but I'm saying when you are faced with these people from a young childhood age, then you always think that yourself you think oh well they must be right and I must be wrong because they said so and somehow you just take it for for a word for gospel like that's the truth so that is how you get to that feeling of never quite believing in yourself or never believing in your own power never believing in your own talents never believing in your own gifts or your own strength because you constantly doubt them because you've been doubted your entire life so that was an interesting um, light bulb moment for me because truer words were never spoken. That is absolutely what was happening in my life, but I wouldn't have known that because I didn't, I just assumed they were just, oh, well, they must know better than me. I didn't really question them. I would just try to keep the peace and try to please them. But as I had said in the other episodes, huh, pleasing them is not an option because they are never pleased. So the goalpost moves constantly. Even if you give them exactly what they want, the goalpost moves yet again. So um, what do you do about that? So now that I've recognized all of these things going backwards and looking at the landscape of things, what's the next move? Well, how do I put the pieces together? What do I do about it? So um, among all of the other books, I was, you know, like gravitating towards and reading and podcasts and any kind of information I could get from any of the uh, social media people I was following and, and, you know, you see little memes and little advice sayings and things that you connect with. Um, and so from one thing connecting to another, I, I found, and I had always heard of Wayne Dyer, but I didn't really know you know, exactly what he was about or what he said or anything like that. I was not um, completely in that world. I saw him as being a little more, um, uh, I don't know, new agey, I guess. I didn't know what to call it, but that really wasn't at that time what my, you know, game was. So I'm more of a pragmatic person and very practical person and, um, black and white cause and effect type of things. Well, you did this. This is what happens to you. You do this, you get this. It's a very, you know, causal relationship. 
So he kind of introduced some other possibilities of what the mind is possible of. Okay, so game changer. So from Wayne Dyer, also, I told you before that Louise Hay, you can change your life, also came into play. Um, once you start to follow quotes and things like this um, on Instagram, like Hay House Live, which is Louise Hay's publishing company before she um, passed away. This was a company that she had established. There's all kinds of speakers and books that they recommend that fit into that, you know, mindset line of thinking, which I had never considered, or I didn't know about. It's not that I didn't consider it as much as I just, I was ignorant to it. I didn't know about it. Well, again, completely changed everything because not only those two, but then of course, uh, many of you probably have heard of the book and it's highly controversial, but anyway, I hadn't read it. Um, the Secret. So the book, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Well, <laughs> that was really interesting. So I just had to pick it up and listen to it. I did it like a download book on tape. So I listened to that and that completely blew my mind because while it felt really out there for me, you know, again, just being a plain, level-headed, pragmatic, pleaser type of girl who did the right thing and always fit in and always fit in wherever you plug me into, very flexible. That was crazy, completely crazy. I could not even begin to comprehend some of the things they were talking about, the secret. And for those of you who may not have read it, which I got to believe that most of you probably have, or at least heard parts of it, the secret basically talks about the mind over matter. And what I later on came to call thoughts become things, way of thinking. So. Whatever you think in your mind, whatever thoughts you think about something, then elicit feelings. So now you've got a feeling about that thing that you just thought about. And then once you have, you start to get a feeling about something, then you start to act on that feeling. So for example, if somebody was again, you know, giving you a, a non-compliment such as yeah that looks pretty good those cabinets look pretty good that you did but I'm really I, I don't really like that paint around the edges in the um in the corners there I don't know I understand what you were going for I'm just not sure I'm a real big fan but they're all right they're okay they look all right I guess okay so there's a compliment non-compliment in there because again what a surprise. You just came up a little bit short of being perfect in that person's eyes. Because again, when you're a pleaser, that's a big deal to hit the jackpot and go, yes, they like it. Woo. But of course you rarely get that. So the non-compliment compliment. So now they're saying, 
like, oh, you just, you're just never going to quite be there. Your taste is good, but not great. There's other people who have better taste than you. So now that's a feeling like, oh, my taste isn't very good. My taste isn't as good as other people that they know. And so now the action is, is I'm not going to create anything else. I better bring in a designer to create something for me because clearly I'm not good enough at creating something. You see? So that is how a thought goes from a thought to a feeling to an action. And then, of course, an outcome. So that's the cycle of your thoughts. And the secret was basically pointing out things like this, saying, you think about something that you want and you focus on it day and night as much as you can focus on something that you want, the life that you want, the career that you want, um, the relationship, the spouse, the, the, the home, the car, um, the parking spot, whatever outcome that you are wanting but you don't dare believe that you could have, you, you put your fear of failure aside for a second and you just focus on a day and night like, I can have that perfect parking spot. I always get this parking spot. Wherever I go, I always get front row parking spots. I get them everywhere I go because once I focus on that, I have changed my mind on this. It always just works out for me. And they're talking about positive affirmations, creating these visions for yourself of what it is that you wanted or the outcomes of things that you want and you focus on them and you focus and you focus. But then once you get into what they were calling like alignment with that thought, then just put it away as if it's already happened, even though you're not seeing that in your reality, put it away as if it's already happened and move on to the next thing because it will become yours. You have now put it into your um, reality, so to speak. This is what they're saying, and it will be yours. They gave a like a, an example, like you wouldn't call a catalog company and order the same order three days in a row. You would place the order once, believe fully that it's on its way to you, and you would receive it in a few days. That's how they say this mindset thing works and how you get to be a confident person. I am confident. I'm always confident. I am confident and I've got this. This is easy for me. I am confident. This is easy. I've got this. I'm doing this because I can. It's easy. I'm confident. It's easy. It flows to me very easily. That is basically what they were saying to do. And, you know, repeating these affirmations to yourself and just knowing, like that catalog order example, that you have it, that it's yours, and that it will happen when you are ready to receive it, you will receive it. So there you go. Now, <laughs> being a pragmatic person, I was like, what? Okay, that sounds crazy. That sounds absolutely crazy. So I had to investigate, but I liked it. Okay, I'm secretly, I'm not going to lie, of course I loved the possibility of that being true because why would I not? Because remember, I'm always the below one and never the one that's on top of the pack. I'm always the one on the bottom of the pack or in my mind I was anyway on certain things, not everything. It's not like I was this, you know, fearful mouse scoping around my life. 
and oh everything everybody's better than me and everything scares me it's not that and i don't mean to give off that you know vibe that that's who i was or i was this you know little rose petal who always had my feelings hurt couldn't be further from the truth but i'm just saying i'm just being really honest with you and vulnerable that in the back of my mind these were the things i was telling myself now you may not have ever known that because i put on a pretty good face my outward face and my outward actions didn't really reflect how i felt about myself on the inside okay so that's just a sidebar but anyway back to the secret um and the whole understanding of thoughts becoming things that was just that rocked my world I mean, completely rocked my world. I could not get my brain around that this was possible. But you've heard a million other speakers out there saying something similar to that, but didn't really put it in such a spiritual woo-woo kind of way. So like John Maxwell, I kind of knew of his story and some of his leadership books and and. I had read like his first and second book anyway, so I kind of knew about this, but no one had ever um, told the story in the same way as The Secret did. Okay, so Zig Ziglar, some of these other motivational speakers, but that's the basis of which they're working off of. You know, whatever story you tell yourself, that is the story that will be. Okay, so. Whatever story you tell yourself, that's the story that is going to play out in your life. They said it all the time. The secret was now saying this. Obviously, there is something more to this that I am just missing and not aware of or whatever you want to call it. But that was like, boom, the awareness. So here comes this next level graduation for me because once i decided like what in the heck if this is real and if this is true oh my gosh my life is going to change on a dime i mean that sounded too good to be true because it sounds so crazy but if you think about it and you tried and they would give like examples of um people who had changed their mind about this way of thinking and things that had happened in their stories so nothing speaks more to this point than a story a success story from somebody a regular average person having a success story so like they gave some examples of like a 10 year old kid okay so who heard about the secret because apparently it came out and so I don't know if it was like a second release book that I saw. I don't know. But there was like a 10-year-old kid who knew about the secret and decided that he was going to try it and said that he was going on a vacation with his family to Disney World. So when he got to Disney World, super crowded because they went during spring break and it was crazy crowded. Obviously, anyone who's been to Disney knows exactly what Disney looks like during spring break. It's crazy. But he was just like so discouraged after that first day because they hardly got onto any of the attractions there because the lines were so long. So he was saying that he so he decided that he was going.
going to enact the secret. So he went ahead and said, before I go into the park tomorrow, I am going to get on to every ride. I am going to have the best day. Any ride that I want to get on, I will easily be able to get on there quickly and even maybe get to the front of the line, I think he said, or he asked for. And he not only asked for it, but he believed that he was going to be able to do this because he came all the way to Disney, not to just not get on any rides, but to ride all these attractions that he had been hearing about. So he said that this is what he did. Now, again, this is a kid. So crazy that this kid would you know, have an understanding of this at 10 years old, but whatever. Anyway, that's the story they told and that he was like, I'm going to get on these rides and it's going to be great. I'm having the best time. So, so he started to match his feelings towards his thoughts. Like, I am so excited to get in here because I can't wait to get into the park because something amazing is going to happen. I'm going to be able to ride Space Mountain. I am going to be able to ride Big Thunder Railroad. It's going to be easy. I'm going to ride it twice. I might even get on Splash Mountain twice. But he had made up his mind that this is how this was going to go down. Well, he reported back that lo and behold, he did. Not only did he get on all of the rides that he said he was going to get on or that he wanted to get on but apparently again i don't know if any of you have been to disney but they always choose like one family for like the family of the day who gets to do the grand opening or they used to anyway do the grand opening with mickey and all the characters and whatnot and they were chosen that day to be the family of the day so now whether or not this is true it left a mark on me to say, okay, this is how it's done. This is how people are using the secret or weaponizing this information to improve their life. Again, I know this sounds crazy, okay? But that's just how the book went. And I wasn't completely warmed up to it yet, but I loved listening to the story. So, of course, I looked for more stories about this understanding how mind Everything you want and all the changes you want starts with your mind and how you think about it. And then however you think about it is how you feel about it. And then however you feel about it is what you do about it. So if I all of a sudden feel or think that I'm going to have a good day, well, guess what? I have a good day because I've basically ordered that. Now, if I wake up and go, ugh. It's raining and it's a total crap day and this is, oh, it's going to be a horrible day today. I am so tired. My back hurts, whatever. What kind of day am I more likely to have? Yeah, I'm going to have a crap day because I basically prophesied that over myself. So if you would shrink it back down to more realistic things such as that, that seemed believable and that felt believable. And then... Excuse me. When I went back in my life, I started to notice that there were people in my life that had this kind of attitude. And then I realized and remembered how it made me feel. For instance, I always like to give stories because then it makes the story more clear and concise to you. And you can kind of feel where I'm coming from. I went on a vacation with a friend and our sons on a senior trip. 
once they graduated high school. This was just like two years ago. And this friend, she was infectiously positive. So even when things were kind of getting a little hairy in, um, we were going out of the country and where like the border, not born to TSA people were, you know, to, you know, everyone has to show their passports and stuff. Well, something was going on with one of our partners who was traveling with us, their passports. And she said, all right, we got this. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. What could go wrong? We got this. We'll work it out. Now her, just her saying that for whatever weird reason gave me peace and gave me confidence because her panicking would have given me more panic because I would have been bent towards worry and panic. Because again, I'm always feeling like, oh, I didn't do something right or I forgot something. Oh no, what did I forget? You know, I instantly go back to the fact like I did something wrong, right? So, but the fact that she was saying things like, we got this, oh, it's gonna be great. Oh, it'll be hilarious, can't wait. Let's see, yep, we can do this. You want this? All right, I'll go and I'll ask for it. And, you know, just, just her self-assured confidence and, and her, you know, positive energy that she was giving out, it completely changed the whole mood for me. It changed the whole vibe. So when you are around people like that, it's electric. Their energy is electric because everything is possible. There's like an air of magic when you're around people who talk like that and who are like that and who, you know, uh, operate from a place of ease. We got this. This is easy. I mean, tell me how much different that is than someone's like, oh my God, do you think they're going to stop me? Oh no. Like, you know, you have to carry around this wet, you know, bag with you. Like, oh, she's worried again. And oh my God, like, it's not even fun. It becomes like a hassle, like a heavy backpack with bricks in the back. You know what I mean? Like, which person do you want to travel with? I want to travel with the person who believes all things are on the table as possibilities. Um, uh, that same person, she's going to laugh when she hears this podcast because I'm telling one of my favorite stories about her. But um, we were going to, I don't know, do something like go out onto the beach. And we wanted, we thought, now wouldn't that be great if we could have our drinks delivered to us out on the beach instead of always having to keep walking back up to the um, the hotel bar area there and keep getting drinks and then bringing them back out on the beach. You know, wouldn't it be great in the, the other people where there's like, they're not going to do that. There's no way they're going to do that. And she's like, you know what? I think they'll do it. I'm going to go up there and ask them. And sure enough, don't you know, she comes rolling up there and just with her happy little self saying, hey, listen, here's what we want. What can you do to help me make this happen? Or something like that. She said something like that. And don't you know, they got something figured out and we got our drinks all day long out on the beach and did not have to walk up to the bar, not even once, because they kept coming down and serving us. So sometimes you don't know what you're, what you can get unless you ask for it, but you wouldn't have asked for it if you have limiting beliefs about what's possible, right? 
There was a huge example for me that I instantly remembered when I was listening to the secret going, yes, that's exactly what she did. And I was laughing so hard that she could just make this happen. And that is not something I would ever, ever have done. Never. I would have never done that. But seeing her do it, I was like, what? You know, that is crazy. Sometimes you don't know the many things that you're leaving on the table because you just don't believe that they are possible or and you're not willing to ask. So I just thought that was just such a profound memory that came back to me because it really connected with what I was hearing about just your beliefs and what is possible. So they were all um, another like book or website I was uh, reading with regards to this mind over matter thing or thoughts become things type of mentality was just ask for parking spaces. So try something small. So it said, if you don't believe that this is real, then try something like parking spaces and let's see what happens. So their, their, you know, challenge was here's where you start. Say, I always get good parking spaces, even when I go to a really crowded place or downtown where parking is really limited on the streets and you want to go to a great restaurant, but you know you're going to be walking like three blocks to get there once you park your car. You say, no, I don't accept that. I always get good parking spaces. You guys can worry about parking, but I'm covered because I always get good parking spaces. I always get front row or somewhere close to front row. It's easy for me. This is just easy for me. I don't know why it just is because I believe it's going to. So of course that was something I thought, okay, I can handle that. I will try that. So that's where I started. I started believing and as they would call manifesting parking spaces and one of my very best first stories of how that worked was downtown, which is why I had mentioned that before. There was a really great restaurant there, and it was a really cold and snowy evening, and I did not want to park in this parking garage and walk a couple blocks down to this restaurant. But, you know, I said, no, 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 we're going to get a really great parking space. I mean, I don't know where, so I didn't commit to where. I just knew that it was going to be really great. I'm not going to have to walk on that ice. There's not going to be any fear of like slipping on that ice in my high heels that I'm wearing. It's going to be great. It's going to be easy. A parking space is just waiting for us. It's waiting for us. I know we've got this parking space. So I just was saying this to myself the whole way down there. And then I was saying it to my husband who was driving. And of course, he thought I was absolutely insane um, saying stupid, crazy stuff like that. <laughs> but turns out he, you know, of course, he didn't give me credit for this. But turns out there was a parking space literally right in front of the restaurant. Somebody was just pulling out as we were pulling up to the area and grabbing that parking meter. Yep. It worked because I, not only did I say it, it's, I believed it. So the difference is words are cheap. Words are empty. They don't mean anything. It's changing your belief patterns of what is possible and what is real and what it is that you want and what is the outcome.
that you want. Those are the things that change your life. And you start small with parking spaces and things like this. And then you you work on to things that are a little more personal about you. I am confident. I am strong. I always get treated with respect. I always feel successful. Today's outcome always makes me feel successful. What I'm doing tomorrow, I am always just successful with it. It just happens because I feel positive towards the outcome of it being successful. You see what I'm saying? So that is the difference. It's how you feel about it. So parking spaces is where it all began. But then I had to switch it over to, you know, because you have different buckets in your life. There's, there's, you know, your life in general. There's your health life, your looks, your health, your relationships. So all these three buckets, I, you know, I needed to fill all three of the buckets up, but I didn't have time to always focus on all three buckets at once. So I would usually take a bucket a day, as I would say. So the other one is relationships, and I'll carry on more about that. But I wanted to feel validated, and I wanted to feel respected, 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 respected. And so I changed my mind on what was acceptable behavior towards me or acceptable words that were always being lobbed over at me, I no longer accepted those words where I would just ignore and go, Ugh, whatever. You know, now I won't even let those words be uttered my way anymore. So I had all of a sudden decided as of today, I will not accept your negative attacks. I will not accept your negative attitude. I will not accept negativity because negativity all of a sudden became very apparent to me and felt very heavy for me to carry. I cannot tolerate negative energy or people saying negative things to me or just being negative about themselves, not even to me, but just, oh, it's such a crappy day. I just can't wait to go home. Oh, I can't stand this job or, oh, she's doing terrible at her game tonight and blah, 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 blah. No, nope, 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 nope. Because that's just negative spewing that thoughts become things. So if that's how you're thinking, then that's really what's what you're putting out there as that's the desired outcome. I hope things go bad today because, you know, I'm saying that they're probably going to. So now they will, of course, because that's the energy you're putting out there. So I can't risk that negative energy stuff anymore, so I don't allow it. We'll talk a little bit about the energy and how that changes things the next podcast because this is running a little long. But that is where it started to all change. So that was the awakening of how I realized that I do have power. And I decided that I am taking my power back. And not only am I taking it back, I'm learning how to wield it. And if I can do this and change so many things in my life as I have and be in such a different, crazy, awesome place right now, anybody listening to this can change anything that they are feeling like they want to change. You can do it. But it all starts with you. And it all starts with the work that you're willing to put in on the inside first. So food for thought for Friday. So everyone have a great weekend.
and I really hope this resonates with you, and I look forward to telling you the best part of the story next week, but start to look into some of these things about thoughts becoming things. You will not believe the power you are holding in your hand right now, and you won't believe how it transforms lives. So thank you, everybody.